0: Hello and welcome to our podcast, On Your Marks. My name is Peter and I am the leader of St Mark's Church in Jersey, a growing, friendly Anglican church in the centre of St Helier. We want to take the Bible apart and see what's really in there, going beyond the face value to dig a little deeper into certain topics. We will bring you fresh content every week and hope you get a lot out of listening. So, if you're ready, let's go.
1: Hi Ray, good to see you. And good to see you too. It's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yes, you've been gallivanting off in foreign places. Yeah, I was
0: away up in Harrogate with our team last week at a leadership conference. Good time. Really, really good time. And there were quite a few Jersey churches there, but... They said, and for those listening, it's called the New Wine Leadership Conference, and there were maybe the largest number they'd ever had of two thousand church leaders. It was really good, Mm,
1: really good. Good. Um, We might need that sort of connection in time to come. Who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, guys, welcome to
0: everyone listening, wherever you are, whatever time it you're you're listening to this. You're very welcome. So I'm sitting with my friend and my mentor Ray. We're in his office and. Um, or his study, more like. And um, today, this is an episode um, of influential people, but we're calling it Treasures. We're kind of going back over Ray's life, and we're talking about places he's been to, which have become in his mind like a treasure, where he's seen God's m- God moving um, as he, you know, does different ministry, um, you know. And last time, we've only recorded one sort of one of, the, one of these before. We spoke about your travels to India. And um, to the Caribbean, and you're, you know, preaching there and stuff. Yeah. You know, you did. And today we're going to continue that theme, but to a different, different continent. Different continent. So we're going to go to the continent of Africa. Africa. And so Zimbabwe is where we
1: are off to today. Yeah. So why, what, what, why did you go to Zimbabwe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must, I must have been in my fifties, I should think, uh-huh. um, when I first went there. Um, uh, there's something extraordinary Af- Africa is such a vast continent um, and such a diverse continent um, from severely Mah- Mah- ah- Mohammedan to strongly Christian um, from the seedbed of revival to struggles with terrorists and yeah. everything it he, is such a Huge range of place. Um,
0: and ethnically diverse. You know, you've got the sort of, the northern African yeah. sort of...
1: so different. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, we've we've had the privilege of getting to know some people in Egypt, which um, the Egyptians are, don't call themselves Arabic, they are oh, Africans. Really? Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, to... Tunis. I remember t- leading a, a s- series of talks in Tunis. Um, very different. There was the local police spy was planted close to where I was yeah. most of the time, um, and I had a the chaplain at the time was an Australian, and he used to joke about the. Vocal. Look, he says he's, he's watching, he's, he's making a note. Um, yeah, well, it's quite serious, yeah. you know, uh, oh, yes, they were Christians serious. in, in yeah. this country. Anyway, so, they're, they're, well. I mean, the whole variety of Africa, but high on my list is our visit, um, visits several times to Zimbabwe, um, brought about because one... Uh, uh, the the wife of one of the Anglican clergy in near Harare um, was had been a member of someone oh fantastic wow um, uh, her mother was still in the church and he came to visit we got to know one another and he shared a bit of a dream with me and he wanted. To he longed to have a mission in a large country area near Harare. Um, it was called Mondoro, and that word becomes important as we go on. Mm. Um, but he he lived and worked at a church called St Luke's Harari and um, well, specifically Greendale, and so it so it happened. We we were invited, we went, and it was arranged that we would, first of all, have a week with the church members who were willing to go on this week of mission. How far away was Mondoro from where they were in Harare? Okay, yeah, um, a, a, a few, I don't think, two or three hours drive. Okay. Yeah, it was um, another, right round the other side. Okay. Um, so you met with the church, all the church
0: members who they felt they wanted to be part of this and get involved? Oh, I
1: think all were invited to come to the training sessions. Right. Um, and we had people, first of all, it was a multinational church, which was unusual um, in Zimbabwe at the time. Mm. Um, so there were... Um, different complexions of Zimbabweans. Um, there were, more importantly, different tribes. There were Shona. There were Ndembili. Um, there were others from other nationalities in the in the area. Africans from South Africa and Gosh. the like. So it was a multinational, um, multi-ethnic. How wonderful. And it was an incredible group how, of people. How all, large was it? It was 80 people.
0: 80,
1: okay. And um, a, a small number of whom were unclear about their Christian faith. Mm. Um, and so we had several people converted during the training session, which was a good sign. <laughs> um, get, get them all on board properly. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, and we planned with them... Uh, well, well, it turned out to be a long weekend of mission. It was, uh, it was amazing to, to know that people had walked 50 plus miles um, from this country parish. You know, we think of a parish, mm. um, as St. Juan or, St., or Trinity or whatever. Um, they walked 50 miles across their parish to get to these meetings. However, um, we split into 13 different small groups um, and went to 13 different centres of population across this parish. Um, And Nicola and I went to one of them. We were hosted by... The ch- the local clergyman and had a fantastic weekend, but bit plagued by mozzies I remember mm. they were uh, they were a real pest um, but uh, you put up with that when you saw God working yeah you know. yeah <laughs> and, uh, and you remember the delightful thing. Like, for instance, the, the cultural reality of um, a, a young lassie um, who, I was sitting in a, a fairly comfortable chair in um, the pastor's house. House, it's stretching a point, but anyway. Um, and as I sat there, and she came to bring me a drink, um, and as she got closer, she went lower. I said, well, I went lower. and I, But, uh, but and she went lower still. <laughs> and why did you go lower? And I, I, because the servant shouldn't be higher than the master. Yeah. And that was a cultural thing. Yeah. And but why did you then go lower? Well, I, I thought I ought not to be above her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we further, on it wasn't until I was sort of close to the ground. <laughs> She's to... crawling along yeah. trying to get you a drink. But think. it does emphasise the importance yeah. of having an understanding of cultural yeah, yeah. things. I, I remember when I was preaching one of the sermons in the church, um, I wanted to uh, illustrate... Luxury driving. So I talked about a Rolls Royce. That meant nothing at all. But if I had said a a Merc, that would have been much more relevant to my audience. But it just reminded me of that. Anyway, we come the day of the departure. We got loading up the vehicles for the trip and it had been decided that because we were going at a time of drought and hunger in this particular trip, we would take um, quantities of food for people who were hungry um, and the food would be free. We also were taking Bibles, for which we would charge. And the logic of that was that the Bible was too precious just to give away. Um, and as it transpired, when we got there, the local folk were queuing up to buy a Bible, um, but were very relaxed about having any food wow um, and their priorities were immediately established and you got a whole um, sort of writing of the rules of this event that here were their priorities this is what we're about the word of god not food from god and it was it was amazing in the prepar- preparation we had gone through the various sessions we were planning to present. Um, And so there would have been sessions on the the work of Christ, the sacrifice of Christ, and and the response to the Gospel, all sorts of things of this sort. Um, And so we gathered around in various... Um, types of accommodation for our meetings Um, where we were was an open air school and we gathered people around, I can't remember it was a lot of people, quite a lot of people and we began our sessions and it was incredibly exciting the way they were so open to anything that was on offer, basically. You know, anything God had, they wanted it. And um, it, it was humbling, it was exciting. And let me tell you one example. Um, the word, word Mondoro means lion. Had been come to had come to be used to define a lion spirit. And, and this was the name of the town. This just the name of the town that, that you are well, one of, of the no the, 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 the district. Oh right.
0: So the thirteen centres of population were within the Mondoro district. Correct. Okay. All all were within <coughs> that district. Right. So yeah. lion
1: spirit. The lion spirit, and so it was um, named after the lion spirit. Um, And um, so, after the event, we had a report back. And one of the people reporting, uh, bear in mind this is uh, over 25 years ago, I can hear him speaking now. His name was Jonathan, Jonathan Chifesu. Chifesu. Mm. And Jonathan... Said, I remember <coughs> so clearly what God did. He said, um, After Ray had spoken, he invited people forward for prayer to be filled with the Holy Spirit. At the same time, he wanted to address the ungodly spirit who was prevalent Um, and so he invited people forward and one one man came forward and he started to roar like a lion and so i he, he he was praying for this chap so i remembered what ray had said about addressing the evil spirit. So I addressed the evil spirit, and I commanded the evil spirit, just as Ray had said, to go. And lo and behold, he went. And I then remembered that Ray had said then we must make sure the person is filled with the Holy Spirit. And so I prayed for him to be filled with the Holy Spirit And as Ray had said, he was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he was also somebody who had an illness, and he was healed from his illness. Mm. And it was, and I, I listened to this reporting back, and it was like he was ticking off the the list in his mind and in his heart that. He'd been given his instructions of what to do. And he did it.
0: Can I just clarify, did this happen while you were there or after you'd left? And it's no, like it happened back? whilst I was there. So you were on, you were up on the stage, well, yeah. wherever you were, not a stage, no stage, you're on a yeah. platform of some kind. And this is happening on In The Crowd, and yeah. he's reporting back afterwards. Yeah. Wow. Ah. So, so, So you would have heard... I'm just thinking from your point of view, you would have heard this guy rolling like a lion. Yes. You'd have then seen it suddenly stop. Yeah. Because you weren't interacting with him. No. He'll then obviously see, you know, maybe you notice or not, but then he's filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. But, and that's all happening from someone following what you say. Yeah. Listening carefully, following what you say.
1: Yeah. And uh, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a, such a wonderful example of obedience to God's instruction yeah the, the channel for it doesn't matter no. and um, it's listening to God and you know for Ray Ray for my name put in God if you like for the moment because it was God who was instructing him yeah and um, it was a, 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 that sort of thing was typical of what what happened when a group of people committed to follow God and to do His work, and it, it was it was like New Testament times must have been. It really was, mm. and Tim and, and Tim Neal, the chaplain or vicar, um, Tim remembered this vividly till the end of his days. It was one of the key highlights in his life, I know. And, wow, uh, this mission trip. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He'd stayed
0: with him. But he'd had that dream of doing it. Yeah. And that had obviously been planted there yeah. to do it. And So he showed obedience yeah. in
1: getting this yeah. going and making yeah. it happen. He'd, he'd got that, he'd followed it, and built the connections, no doubt. And what, because we are trained at um, all the people involved, I was observing what was going on. didn't understand it all, because I didn't know the language. This whole thing, right,
0: is through an interpreter? Yeah. You're speaking through an interpreter? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, I, I mean, I... I preached at the Shona service on on Easter Sunday and I had an interpreter um, and it was extraordinary. If I um, lifted my arm up Whilst preaching, he would lift his arm up. <laughs> if, I, if I would raise my voice, he would raise his voice. You if you I scratch was, your nose, he you know, scratch my nose. Point the <laughs> finger, do anything. Oh wow! Uh, they, it was, um, it was great. They were. But there's, but a... I, 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 just have to assume that he was a good translator. i have like, No way of telling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, but you can tell there was, uh,
1: there was impact. True, and yes, that is true. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there would have been the impact that there was. No, otherwise. Amazing! What an amazing
0: treasure! That really is a, a treasure. Oh, and, yeah. it, and for, but for obviously for Tim and for I, I imagine for the people from the church as well of those eighty who stepped out and went on the trip. Yep. It would have been the same. Yep.
1: Yep. It was uh, not just a talking point. It mm. was a, no doubt had an impact on the church in Mondoro.
0: There's kind of a message there for people listening about stepping out, don't you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, obedience. And I think also, don't be afraid of the straightforward, um, unadulterated message that You pass on the message entrusted to you. Oh, that's what the gospel does, says to us
0: hmm.
1: pass it on. You've got the message, don't keep it to yourself. And this sort of mental um, image of somebody ticking off yeah. the things they've been told to do. So, when you know, if you see a An evil spirit manifesting itself, you bind the spirit. Yes, ah, bind the spirit. So I bound the spirit, Um, and um, you know, then you cast out the spirit. So I cast out the spirit, and then you pray for the Holy Spirit to come. I prayed for the Holy Spirit, and He came. (laughs) This uh, is
0: discipleship,
1: uh, isn't it? At its level, you know, just following.
0: D- yeah. discipline within discipleship having the discipline to have listened to have taken on board and then to follow and repeat amazing yeah. very exciting that was Yeah.
1: And, um, yeah
0: thank you Ray for sharing that treasure with us it raises our expectations of what we may
1: see and what we yeah. God may call us to do yeah. so I appreciate it and bear in mind yours may be a small part in a big machine mm. but Your part is important, Mm. vital part of it. Thank you. Thanks for your time, Ray.
0: Okay. See you next time. We do hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends on social media. And please do get in touch with any suggestions or comments you may have. Thanks for listening and see you next time.